This episode of Masters of the Cinematic Universe is brought to you by Mo DeWitt and DeWitt Law Firm. Maybe you get in an accident chasing down a homicidal liquid metal machine from the future, or a time-traveling car sends you skidding into a truck full of manure. Perhaps a homicidal child cracks your skull open with a paint can this holiday season. Mo understands that every case is unique. If you're injured on the go, just call Mo. Welcome to Masters of the Cinematic Universe. Uh, we're doing a Masters class episode today, and uh, we're gonna we're gonna do what we do best here, and uh, basically second guess our original fucking uh, you know decisions. <laughs> exactly. You gotta realize a lot of times alcohol is involved, or we're just super tired. You know, we're not clear headed sometimes when we do the show. Well, I'm never clear headed, but. You're right. You're you're out. You're out. It's accurate. What you just I, uh, Eric, I'm not Eric. Doug, is there a way on our chart to see who deviated the most in their original scoring, like to their new scoring? I get I get add a metric in. That I mean, that's easy enough to do. Like I, to see who right basically now. like yeah no no not right now but like who like deviates the most from their their scores and who basically stays the most with their scores. Yeah, I can. I I I will put that together absolutely. Because it'd be interesting to see, like, yes, I who agree. like stood by I their agree. ground the most, and who actually likes, like, ah, if I could, I change my mind. <laughs> I agree. I agree. All right, cool. Um, yeah, so we got ten movies we're gonna do. Um, right, we do ten. Yeah, we do ten at a time. Yeah, we do ten at a time. Uh, you know, these are movies we've done. Especially since we uh, only have twenty left to do right now. Oh, <laughs> there's some well, movies missing no, from that this. list. We have to add. I haven't added. I mean, the last one is Super Mario Brothers, so we've got movies. Oh yeah, there's but... like fucking a shit ton more movies after that. Yeah. What happened, catching, Doug? We're, Where are you keeping the scores know, at? <laughs> we haven't done this in so long that uh, I haven't had to add. But where are you, you know keeping I mean? the scores for the new movies? No, that's on the regular ratings page. Oh, oh, I see. There's two rate. I got ratings and re-ratings. Types. Ah, I see it now. I didn't see it before. Yeah, so that's all there. That's uh, no, I'm I'm up to date on that. It's just I haven't added the movies because we still have 20 more to do. We've got two more episodes of this re-rating stuff. So I gotcha. So um, so anyway, what uh, we'll do a quick round of what's new. Uh, what's new with you, Joe? Well, uh, let's see here. Um, it is uh, I know this episode's coming out weeks later, but this is definitely uh, Labor Day weekend. So I'm gonna take Monday off of work. Uh, no. Although I also just took Wednesday off of work because a fucking hurricane came through, even though yeah. like it didn't do yeah. shit. It you luckily make out okay. Oh yeah, it like yeah. I puckered my ass cheeks up because originally looked like it was coming right for me. I'm like, it's coming right at us. Oh, but uh, last second, it kind of veered a little bit off to the west. Oh, and right. although it's never good for it to hit anywhere, it hit probably the least most populated part of Florida aside from the Everglades. So okay. like, like where it came in, like where it made landfall. There is no one that lives there. It's just empty fucking swamps for like a oh, hundred miles. So by the time it got to the first actual like town where it could have hit anybody, it is already like 40 miles inland. Right. So like yeah. it had some time to like take out the, the oh, you know, the uh, storm news. surge at least. 
but yeah, uh, yeah it could have been yeah, way but, worse. Uh, but it was rest in peace. Those fucking alligators though, dude, my God. Oh, they love that shit. They're like cockroaches. They can survive. <laughs> and look, just like in football, the hurricanes always beat the gators. <laughs> <laughs> Even I got that one. That's a yeah. <laughs> Very cool. Um, Controversy. Yep. And also, like, uh, there was a hurricane. I, I know there's a fucked up thing to say. There was a hurricane a few years ago that hit Tallahassee. And I said, I haven't seen a hurricane fuck up Tallahassee like that since the early 2000s. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, you know, I can't resist. I, I'm, a, I'm a Miami football fan. Yeah, they, that makes total sense. Absolutely. We, get we just we did get our it. fantasy draft, and some fucker directly before me in the pickings kept stealing my fucking picks, like, right before I was about to make them. It's almost like Doug was watching who I had highlighted to pick, and then he picked them every round. Me? You yeah, wanna, you, you motherfucker! Stole my tight end and my quarterback. You want to? You want to laugh though? What? I was having the same conversation with my cousin Scott because he was before me. Then yeah. it was me. Then it was you. you. So him and I were stealing the shit out of each other. You picked Kittle <laughs> like I had Kittle highlighted. I was about to pick him, and you fucking picked him. No, I didn't pick Kittle. Oh, then it must have been the other guy on the other side of me, Roy Rage. I don't know who yeah, that is. Yeah, yes, Roy Rage. Yeah, he's, um, a, he's a buddy. And then Joe Burrow, I was about to pick him, and then fucking gone. And I'm like, motherfucker, yeah. stop taking my fucking picks. <laughs> no, you know what? I, but you know what that tells me though, and what that says about the league is that it's very competitive. Like, it is. We because we had a full, we had a full show up. All ten owners were there for this draft, which is. I don't want to say it's unheard of in these online drafts, but it's not easy to do. We had all yeah. 10 people there. My son, John was in Salem, Massachusetts in a bar on his phone doing the draft. Cause he didn't oh, want to shit. miss it. Dedication. So the fact, and that's what made it competitive. So when you're, when you're stealing people's draft picks and you're getting your draft picks stolen, this is going to be a good season. And yeah. looking at the teams we got, it's going to be really competitive, really yeah. competitive. Yeah, so I'm I'm looking forward to it. That was a, it was a fun this is, time. This is the first year I've done my homework, and and you yeah, know you did good. I, I feel I feel like I had a good draft, man. I you know there were some players that were stolen yeah. by various people that yeah, I wanted. Yeah, it happens. But it happens, and then you well, go to also, the backup plan. And, that also you know. tells you that you're on the right track if you're getting yep. players stolen. Yep, exactly. You're doing something right. Also, you know? I'm really happy that I got Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle. I wanted both of them. You got them. Dude, and I, I didn't think I was going to. I almost, I almost picked Hill just to fuck you. I know because you were right before me, like Doug. I'm like sitting there, like look. I had him, I had him highlighted. He was like, the first player I was gonna take, no matter what. I had it highlighted. Like, I'm like, if Doug, you take fucking Hill, I'm gonna fucking curse you out. I'm like, I'm because gonna... it would. Here's the thing, it wouldn't have been a bad pick for me at four, yeah. uh, at six. Like it, it would have been, it would have been understandable for me to pick him. But and you knew I wanted him. <laughs> Right, like you but, knew, um, you knew I was taking him with the seventh pick. No, I know that, but I took uh, what's what's his name, the San Diego running back, um, Eckler. Eckler, yeah, I, not no, not Austin Eckler. Eckler. Yeah, yeah, it's, right, it's yeah, L.A. And I, I couldn't, I could not take him because yeah. he was a clear cut number six. But Hill wouldn't have been out of the realm of possibility. But the thing with I, Hill, which I can tell you from last season, because I had it last, I actually had. My re- listen to my receivers last year. I had fucking Cooper Cup, Jamar Chase, Tyreek Hill, and Jalen Waddle. Like, no, I gotta have all four of them. Crazy. It's a fucking embarrassment Damn. of riches. That's um, crazy. But uh, the problem with Hill is him and Waddle, you never know which one of them is going to go off. Like, no, exactly. You got to start them both. Because they're both number ones. Of, that's tough to do with two wide receivers on the same team. Yeah, so. and they're both number one receivers. They're like The Dolphins are like the only yeah. team that has two number one, true number one receivers. Yeah, exactly. Exactly, and and they have like a number twenty quarterbacks, but 
Ah, come on. <laughs> come on. Did I was going to take two for my backup, but somebody else took it. Did he even get drafted? He did, because I was going to take it for my backup in like oh, round okay. 14, right. and someone got him right before me. Yeah. Um, I took oh, a Trevor it? Lawrence, which uh, Will told me he looks like a combination between, I can't remember who it was, some guy and Taylor oh, Swift. He's somebody's love child, and it was flawless. It was Taylor Swift said. and... Um, <sighs> Ah, I can't remember the guy was. I can't remember, and but it was perfect. Yeah, it was so perfect. I was like, "Holy yeah. shit, he does look like that." Um, Absolutely. So, so I'm pretty, yeah. I'm pretty stoked with the. I mean, the only thing I wanted, I wanted Kittle. I was one pick away from getting Kittle too, and I, I was yeah. so mad. I ended up with Hawkinson, and I was like, "Hey, he could be good." He, he'll be. No, he will be good. He's, he's top. He's top six, top five. Yeah. You know, I mean, he's a big. The, is a big jump between the top two and, and after that, but yeah, to even get it in like I got Waller, so I'm also like sort of in that yeah. marginal top five, yeah. and I'm not, I'm not disappointed because I got him later. Yeah, if you don't get Andrews or Kelsey or Kittle, you're, you're like yeah, it's, exactly. It's a different. Then it goes from tier one to tier three almost. It's not even a tier two. It yeah. jumps from tier one to tier three. Now I get it. So, um, so Eric, what's new with you, bud? Ah, man, what's new with me? Um. I'm still eating really well. I talked about Excellent. a little bit on, on the last show. So you eating no good sugar. in the neighborhood? Eating good in the neighborhood. No fucking sugar. This Get fucking meat up, dude. On a date yeah, that's fucking not easy, man. Fucking that's sugar. Sugar. I, I've had a headache for about four days and it just kind of ebbs and flows. Yeah. It's like a roller coaster. Um but I do feel better generally at this point. Yeah. I'm dropping, it, yeah. I'm dropping weight every day and, and, yeah. you know, just trying to exercise and, um, I just feel more alive. You know what I mean? <laughs> yep. Yep. No, I get it. I mean, shit, yeah. I'm diabetic and I'm still not totally sugar free. <laughs> well, it's tough I, still can't, fucking, I still can't cut it totally. It's in fucking everything. Like you can't yeah. get away from it. So I it, you gotta be realistic about it, but yeah, yeah. just it, no more fucking candy is my, <laughs> that's really where I'm at. Oh no, I know. Look, there's, there's stuff there's so much easy stuff and easy in the sense that it's easy to target it's not easy to get rid of but it's easy to target and the list is long i mean that's what i did it was i got rid of the most obvious shit i only have like the you know if i'm gonna cheat i cheat with my absolute favorite things in that category so i really appreciate it when i have it you know like cheesecake and donuts yeah dude (laughs) but no it's always good like you know, when, when you're doing the right thing and it gets psychologically easier, the yes. longer you do, it, it's always a good hey, thing. So I'm living example of that. Yeah. Dude, way, you're, you're a great fucking inspiration, my friend. <laughs> you really are. And it's, it's funny. You don't realize, you know, as we age, like we're now at least Joe and I, Joe, what are you 40 now? 41. 41. I'm, wow. I'm 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 going to be 39 next year. Show off. Okay. So like I, you know <laughs> as you as you get to the yeah, you know, the midlife, it's like things just fucking stop and and slow down and you got to work harder to just be where you were at 5 years ago without trying as hard. So it's just it's always yeah. a, an adjustment. Um but that's that's basically what's new with me. What's new with you, cool. man? So it's funny that you you're what's new is a segue talking about you know aging and things going to shit. It's a segue <laughs> into my what's new. So I um I don't know last October, November I was moving some boxes. I had boxes stacked up in a storage unit, and I was taking this box down from the from the top of the stack, and 
I dislocated my shoulder. It was heavy. Oh, it's heavier than I thought, right? My shoulder popped out, popped right back in, but it hurt like a motherfucker. And I was by myself, like, right? Oof. The idiot me doing this stuff in a storage locker by myself. And the issue, the problem with that is when you do stuff like that with your shoulder and, and you're my age and you, you have diabetes, especially type two, you can get what's called frozen shoulder. And frozen shoulder, it sounds like kind of hokey, but it's an actual official diagnosis, right? Where the tendons and, and, and the muscle and everything in your shoulder just gets tight and you literally get frozen shoulder where I can't, I, I can't lift my arm higher than like, and you could see I've got it crooked at 90 degrees at my elbow. I can't go higher than that. I can't go behind my back with my arm. Right. Yeah. And it kept getting worse and worse and worse. And I finally, like two months ago, went to the doctor, went to the orthopedist and they gave me what is like a topical cortisone shot because I had had this problem in my left shoulder years ago and that helped. I was able to get it freed up. They did that for me, gave me a little bit of relief, but it didn't really help. And the, and the worst part is the pain. The pain is excruciating. Like when I move it the wrong way, that plus a little touch of arthritis in it, it just, the pain is excruciating. And the problem with that is if you don't, the way to get rid of frozen shoulder logically is to move the shoulder. You, you do exercises with the shoulder and it loosens up everything inside. But if you're in pain, you can't do that. Yeah. So it just stays frozen and it gets worse and worse and worse. And so my other choice, and I was afraid to do this, is it's a deep cortisone shot where they actually use an ultrasound to go all the way down into the shoulder pocket. And the needle's like, you know, as long as your arm. Right. Or Joe's dick, one or the other. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's like Peacemaker so, says, when you got a big one, you don't got to be right about facts. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So, um, so I had that done Wednesday. I went in cause I had no choice. Cause it, the, uh, the pain, I try sleeping right at night yeah. when you can only lay on one side and, and that kind of thing. And so I, I had it done and it wasn't nearly as bad. I built it up in my head just like you do, you know, and you know, even getting there, I'm in the room talking to the intake nurse and says, all right, the doctor will be in in a minute and then we'll take you to the procedure room. And I'm like, fuck, there's a procedure room for this. I'm like, oh man. But it, it was over in 30 seconds. You know, then you lay on your left side, he's in front of you, but you know, he's got an assistant holding the ultrasound up to your shoulder and all right, you're going to feel a pinch. They spray you topical lidocaine, freezy spray and going it was over in, like i said 20 30 seconds and the the difference was the change was immediate they, they had told me it's going to be like three four days before you feel the difference but i left that place and i could feel it when i was driving oh shit. it was already that and and the thing about it is it's just it's a it's basically a pain reliever it doesn't loosen anything up that happens over time and exercise but again less pain means more ability to exercise. Yeah. So um, I already felt it, like the pain leaving my body. And it's gotten better every day. Like today, I can feel it's even better. I was able to put my shirt on and take it off like mm. normal. Can you, can you show us? like, yeah. <laughs> 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 you don't want to get you too excited. <laughs> but um, like a week ago, I would have to put, a shirt on my right arm, which is the problem shoulder all the way up and then slip my head in and then put the left one in and then fight 
usually see him like when it was hot and, and I was sweaty to try and get the t-shirt down over the rest of my body. I would have to go downstairs and have Erica finish dressing me. That's how bad it was. But like yeah. today I was pulling shirt on and off like without a problem. So anyway, okay, it's a long what's new, but I'm so excited. And and with the trip coming up in a, in a couple of days, I know that the plane ride is now not going to be a problem and that I'm going to be able to enjoy myself without dealing with that pain because I've never gone through that prolonged and excruciating pain like that in my life. Um, so, yeah. So that's that why what's me, new and I'm fucking happy. That yeah. makes me happy as shit, man. Yeah, I, like, I know yeah. you said you have that problem like putting your shirt on. I have that problem tying my shoes. I go to bend over it's like, oh, 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 oh. oh okay. Yeah, <laughs> no, exactly. I get it. I totally get it. Ugh. Well, it's funny because that was, believe it or not, though, when I would put my sneakers on and I would tie my sneaker, what I would do is bend over a little bit and I would sort of in the, you know, in a standing position, cross my one leg over my knee yeah. and tie the shoe. But when my shoulder was at its worst, when I tied it and I pulled the lace like this, this would pop. I would fall over from the pain. Like it was so severe and sharp and it radiated down my arm and it, my arm would throb my whole arm would just throb pain. Mm. Tell me more about you throbbing. Oh, oh now it's only good throbbing, baby. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway. Batman and throbbing. Norm, right. There you go. <laughs> Normally the doctor will look at me at my age or funny now, even at your guy's age, and you'll go in with a complaint and they'll say, well, like what Louis C.K. said, yeah, it's, you're 40. It's just shitty now. Yeah, it's just bad. Not, nothing nothing you, you can do. You got to take, take these pills. Yeah, exactly. But this is an actual thing that's gonna gonna has helped me already and will help me more. So now I just gotta I gotta start the exercises uh so that I can get through the frozen shoulder and be back to normal. So Yeah. No, that makes me fucking super happy because uh I, I I understand where you're coming from and when you don't have the pain anymore, it's yeah. it's yeah, it feels it's weird life changing. Exactly. Like it. It's weird and life changing, I know. I know because yeah. um, you've had it for so long that you don't know otherwise. And when that's why I was so happy that it happened that quickly, you know, yeah. like it wasn't even a gradual thing. It was like, I noticed the difference within, you know, an hour, let alone a couple of days later. Now I'm like, I'm in heaven. It's yeah. Like, right. yeah. Dude, I, yep. I know exactly what you mean. I was having this like really bad fucking pain the other day. It was just like, it was a nagging pain that just would not go away. And it just, kept hitting me like over and over and I'm like, fuck, come on. And then I found the mute button on the chat. <laughs> <laughs> Instant uh, relief. Oh Instant my God. Relief. Instant relief. I was like, oh, thank goodness. Yep. <laughs> I was that waiting to see where you were going to go. And, uh, <laughs> I did not I'm disappoint. So <laughs> I'm so happy where we ended up. <laughs> that chat has reached new levels, gentlemen. <laughs> There's some shit going on there. I don't, I don't even know. I don't care to know. I don't want to know. I love you all, folks. I do. I love you my, all. My favorite thing was me screen recording me fuck. muting the chat. <laughs> yes, I know. I know. It was so great. It was so great. So, so that's it. That's love what I got. We got it. So uh, we want to get into this, boys? Oh, yeah. We're here to do something. I forgot. All right. Yeah. We're going to do some re-ratings. And yeah, we are. We're going we're gonna to start with The Matrix. The Matrix. 1999, baby. Holy shit. Yes. This was a fun episode to do. We had a special guest on the yes, show. Yes, Mark Langston, my buddy Mark from work. Cool mm -hmm. dude. One of my favorite people on the planet. Um, and uh, yeah. Yeah. So um, I remember I led this one. 
and I remember, how, you know, watching it my usual three times when I'm leading a movie, three four times, and realizing that wow, it's not nearly as good as I remember. Yeah. <laughs> and me watching it, I'm like, um, wow, this is just as bad as I remember. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was enamored with this back in 99. Like this thing was like my everything. And, um, I gave it a 4.1 and I was shocked at that. And time heals all wounds, but I don't know that I can go up with this. I think I might need to go down. Actually, Yeah. Yeah, I do. I do. Um, I, I yeah. think we find it's always tough when we have a guest on the show that really loves because they fight the you for it yes and they don't want to make you feel too bad yeah especially if they brought it to the table you know where it's yeah. like oh this is one of my all-time favorites and you can feel their passion for it i mean we're talking to them for two or three hours about yeah. how much they fucking love this thing when you get to the end of the episode it's hard to be like all right but for real fuck this movie yeah <laughs> you know like you're you're you only one of us actually does that (laughs) yeah spoiler alert and uh just so you know i just checked i mean langston gave this a five like this is his favorite movie of all time yeah yeah yes he defended that thing to the death yep so you gave it a 4.1 i gave it a 4.1 i'm going down to a 3.9 and and i hate i it, it hurts me to do it because it does hold a special place in my heart, but that's, I, I, I can't, I gotta, yeah, that's where I am. Okay. I gave it a 4.0. Yep. That's high. Um, yeah. It's a cool movie. It's, it's a wonderful time capsule of a movie. Yeah. I don't know that it holds up as well as some other movies. That's what it is. It didn't age well. It yeah. did not age well at all. Uh, yeah. I gotta go down as well. Four is, is, very kind. I'm going to take it to a 3.8. Okay. Yep. And I mean, I was pretty vocal about how I didn't really think this movie was that good yeah. to start with. And I you gave it a fucking way too higher score than I should have. Um, <laughs> Cause like as much as I didn't like this movie, I, I don't think it really like deserves like that from me. I'm taking this to a 2.9. No. Yeah. Okay. Wow. All right. That, I, I mean, mean that's that still above sense. the middle point, but it makes to- dude, it makes total sense to me. We always got to remember, two point five is the middle, the middle grade here. I have yeah. no objection, and I'm looking. So, as far as drops go, like in rating level, I think that's third biggest drop behind Search and Destroy, and then Zoolander. Which rightfully so, those two movies. Yes, sucked. it makes it makes total sense. <laughs> those two it movies really sucked. <laughs> total sense so yeah so that's uh that's the matrix all right next we, all right go ahead sorry oh no i was just gonna say uh what is next what is next baby driver oh i see baby driver holy baby shit driver. Now, this was a good movie yes it was um i did this one too um i'm just thinking now i'm looking at the scores that could, yeah this got a good score yeah it from did all of us I know we all dug it. And uh, this was a movie that I grew to like as much as I loved it, having seen it in the theater and watched it after that, learning about it and learning about how much Edgar Wright poured into this thing and how many Easter eggs. There's a frigging like this. This has got to have the highest per capita Easter egg per second in any movie ever. 
Yeah. Like and 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 little just you know nods and everything else in this thing. Um, it's just so damn good. You know, so we talk, we talked about John Hamm last episode. I mean, buddy. I mean, fucking Flea was in this movie. <laughs> yeah. Right. No nose. Yep. Um, yeah, I gave it a four point five, but thinking about what I've given movies since then, I got to go a little bit higher on that. I, I do, and can't go to a four seven, but I got to go to a four point six. I'm going to go four point six on this. Yeah, I uh, I gave it a four point five. This fucking movie is amazing. It's like if you like Shaun of the Dead, but more specifically, you like the genius of the initial scene where he's in, he's walking from his apartment Mm -hmm. to the bodega and then they redo it with the zombies and how fucking clever that is. And the stuff that's in the background. Do you want a movie? That's just that it's this movie. Like it's fucking when he's listening to the music and the lyrics are in the graffiti. I could, I could go on and on Uh, 4.5 seems it feels right. I'm comfortable leaving it 4.5. Cool. Yeah, same as Eric. If you want basically like the car chase scenes from Kingsman over and over again. <laughs> yes. Um, but stylized in the more best stylized. Way. Yeah, like imagine like uh, Snatch, you know, style as well. Yes. And uh, yeah. I love it. Like I, I like this movie quite a bit and it was brought to me. The music was killer. Like everything's killer about the movie. Mm-hmm. I think I'm going to go yeah. up on this one also. I think I'm going to go to 4.5. Nice. Hey, hey. It right. deserves a bump. This is a good movie. Very cool. Excellent, excellent, excellent. All right. Uh, next on the list is the movie Joe brought uh, for us, Beer Fest. And we're not that drunk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I absolutely love this movie. <laughs> I think this is. Yes. It, it, it combines a lot of my favorite stuff. I love the Broken Lizard guys. I love, like, the whole like sports competition style of a movie in general. And I like yep. the fact that it's asinine because it's just beer drinking. Yeah. Oh no, no. The premise, the premise is great. I think this is another one that I liked more back in the day than I did when we did it. You know, and I don't know yeah. why that is. It could have been my mood because you, you want a ZJ? A what? A ZJ. Oh, yeah, right. Look, if yeah, you have sorry. to ask, you can't afford it. Sorry. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um yeah, I um I gotta go up with this. Not a lot, but um, I got to go up because it is, I know I dig it. It's dig dumb it fun is what this movie is. No, no, no. It's a hundred percent, a hundred percent dumb fun in the best way. And I mean, the broken lizard guys shit, I should bump it up like tenths of a point just because of them. Cause they're so good. Um, I gave it a 3.0. I'm going to give it a 3.3. I'm going. Yeah. Up fuck yeah. Mm. Yeah. I remember, I remember when we recorded this episode I was so sick. Yeah. I, think I had a fever. Oh, right. Did you have yes. COVID when we did this one? I don't think it was COVID. I just, I think maybe if you go back and listen to this episode, I said maybe three things in like three hours. Like yeah. I was yeah. fucking, um, so that, I think that colored my experience with it. Cause I watched it that day. Um, it's better than I give it a 3.0. It's better than a 3.0. It's not, you know, it's not going to make like my all time favorite comedy list or anything, mm. but it's, it's enjoyable. I'd, I'd, I'd bump it up to a 3.3. Yeah. As well. okay. Um, I mean, it's got moments, it's got rock solid moments, but then there's other stuff, but yeah. All right. So yeah. what do you got, Joe? 
Um, well, I, obviously, I love this movie. It's one yeah. of my my favorites of all time. Um, but it's not like you know same favorite level as some of the favorite favorites. But like I said, it, it for this like it falls in the same category as like basketball to me, which is another mm-hmm. sports type competition asinine movie. And I love these kind of movies. Like you yes. give me any type of like competition movie where like or like uh what's the what's the one with the um skiing uh, out cold. <laughs> like the snowboarding. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> this like f- fits in that category of movie with me. It's like drunk, yeah. dumb, stupid comedy with some kind of sports competition yep. for like a stakes that aren't even that important, but they're important to the people who like care in the movie. Um, yeah. I gave it a 4.4. I think I'm going to leave it right there. Um, okay. I appreciate that you guys went up on it, but I don't think I need to go up anymore for me. I just, I just like this movie a lot though. Cool. Excellent. All right. Well, next one. I mean, yeah, I do we? I don't think anything's changing. We can I don't think so either. Save it. <laughs> no, I mean, we got to give it. Due. Right, we'll go through it. But the next one is Avengers Endgame. Um, it it's a masterpiece, and we all know it's a masterpiece. And um, I gave it a four point nine. I can't give it a five. I don't really do fives. Um, but I can't go down because it's a fucking amazing movie. And uh, I mean, within the Marvel scale, I gave it a five, but outside of it i can't so i will keep it at a 4.9 just got to stay right there yeah it's what can you fucking that movie gave me one of my favorite movie theater experiences of all fucking time yep i mean i will remember that until i'm yep hopefully old and gray maybe that'll be my last thought (laughs) before i shuffle the mortal coil just go. just imagining fucking steve rogers catching molnir i um, knew it <laughs> yeah yeah it's just it dude I, i've said this before but sometimes i'll just go on youtube and watch reactions to that scene still yeah. because it's just it gives me chills 4.9 stays at 4.9 yep yeah i mean this movie gave me so much <laughs> like it was you know it was just such a well done movie. The way they explain time travel is great. Uh, you know, Thor in this movie, like he just goes through so much of a fucking like, um, arc of a journey of a character build. Like he goes, his character arc in this movie is insane. Cause he goes from being like, I'm fucking Thor. I went for the head this time to I'm fucking depressed and fat back to like, now I believe in myself again. <laughs> so like, yep. it's just one of those, like, those epic journeys for one of my favorite characters. Um, not to mention everyone else in this movie is great as well. The liners. And of course that, that scene, Eric, like it's so great. Um, mm. And assemble. Yeah. Damn. Assemble. But, um, but you know, the still the line for me is I knew it. <laughs> like, <laughs> I just love that. Cause like it goes back all the way to, uh, was it, was that Avengers originally that that the hammer kind of wiggled a little bit or was that Ultron? Little, it was Ultron. Yeah, just a little yes. wiggle. It was Ultron because yeah. they was the before Ultron burst it out and like yeah, they were all right, trying to yeah, lift it. Was it. At, the, at the party. Yeah. Yeah, and then like he looked. I I remember just, like seeing his face stare at the thing when Captain America went to grab it. It just like wiggled. I was like, yeah. oh, so he's like, I knew. Like it's fucking great. Um, yeah, I'm I'm saying with the four point nine on this. Cool. Cool. All right. So next, we've got a movie that Eric brought to us, uh, being John Malkovich. Malkovich, yeah. Malkovich, Malkovich. Um, I dug this movie, definitely. Uh, I think I'd only seen it a time or two before this episode, and I dug it. Um, 
I don't know. There's really not much else to say about it. It's a quirky movie. It's sort of an you're going to either love it or you're not going to love it kind of movie um, because it's very, very odd and it keeps you off balance the whole movie, you know, and that can be uncomfortable. It's kind of weird, you know. So uh, but that said, I, I gave it a 4.0 and I will leave it right where it is at a 4.0. That's, yeah, that's, uh, that's a high score. I yeah. Yeah, it's kind of like you said. These these movies work amazingly for some people and not at all for other people. I found out, um, you know, my wife and I have different tastes in movies. That way, where I'm a huge Charlie Kaufman fan, I love all the weirdo shit that he comes up with. Yep. She she's not always you know on board with you know like adaptation and and. Um, you know, eternal sunshine movies like that, that are yeah, just so exactly. out there. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's what this dude does. And this is another great example of that. It's just such a fucking unique movie. Um, I gave it a 4.2. I, I think it's going to stay 4.2. It's, you know, it has some problems, but they're like technical problems. So, yeah. Yep. Um, I can't remember why I gave this the low score I did. Like, I don't remember what made me mad about this movie. Yeah, I don't I don't remember. I feel like something made me mad about it at the time. Maybe it was the mood I was in, but I feel like it's better than that because I, I do enjoy this movie and it's kind of asinine and I do like going through a butthole portal. So Yes, exactly. Yeah, so I don't know. Like, I think I need to come up with my score though because I think I, for some reason I must have been unfair. I need to listen back to what my reasons for hate, like yeah. not hating, but like mm-hmm. not giving this like what it deserved. I probably got stuck in on some absurd loophole or something. And, <laughs> and like, my brain just hey, couldn't get past it. We, um, we've all done it, you know. I think I'll bring it up to a 3.5. Cool. Very cool. All right. All right. Next on the list is a Joe movie, <clears throat> Thor Ragnarok. Yep. What a great movie. Oh, God, this movie's so good. Yep, it's one um, of the only movies that, like, a Marvel movie that was, like, good enough to warrant doing a full episode on. <laughs> yes, yes, and I'm glad you did. It's so um, much fun. <laughs> it is, that's what it is. I mean, it's got a great story, but it's just yeah. a whole bag of fun. Like, yeah, of a course, whole the cast. bag full of fun. And the, the self-deprecating humor and just everything. The, 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 the cameos in it are just fucking amazing. Yeah. You know, um, because they were so spot on too. like all the people they got to play the characters, they were just right for the roles, you know, and they did such a great job. It's a it's a testament to their act. Oh, fucking Carl Urban. You know, (laughs) and yeah, right. And Carl Urban. And, you know, I'm just saying like Sam Neill as Odin and. and, and Oh, yeah. Matt Damon. Damon. Luke Hemsworth. Or I'm sorry, Liam Hemsworth. Yes, it was. It was just even though, so. The little things like that. This was Tyke at his best. And then Jeff Gold, the whole fucking Jeff Goldblum fucking bit. Right, <laughs> like mm-hmm. so exactly. great. The Grandmaster, you know, guy's a fucking treasure, and he he it was so great. So, I mean, that said, I don't know why I only gave this a four point four. I'm going to go up to a four point five on this. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this yeah this, this movie was excuse the pun but fucking lightning in a bottle man like <laughs> yes it was but it, but here's the thing about thor ragnarok it saved the thor character in the movies because it was the superman effect where it's like this is kind of a boring character to write 
Yeah. So it it absolutely saved the character, but it also ruined the character because you're never going to top this ever. It doesn't matter. Right. We saw that with the next movie. Like it's you've well, you've reached the pinnacle. You're not going to top it with do. Thor solo, but Thor and Infinity War and Endgame just kept building on this. Yeah, I mean they they made his character much more interesting, but I feel like this is the peak of you know Thor movies. Um, yeah, Thor movies, yes, because the next yeah. Thor movie, is not yeah. So yeah, I mean it was fucking. I remember seeing this. I saw it in Salem, Mass. I, I was there for work, and I just you know that night wandered into the the movie theater in the you know the main little fucking witch hub wherever the fuck. And uh, sat and watched this by myself, and I was blown away because I had no expectations. And that was the feeling. It was like, oh, they fucking, they just let this guy do his thing. Um, what, what did he do his thing? So, gave it a 4.0. Fuck that, man. That's a 4.4. 4. Yeah. yeah. There we go. Um, I mean, I fucking love this movie. <laughs> like, also, like the Sakar, I feel like that's the art, that's the Jack Kirby artwork come to life. Like, all the yeah. crazy colors and bright everything. And I just, I, I did that whole part of this movie. Just like, I love it. The, the, the fucking tournament of champions, the way him and Hulk become friends, even though like they've always like been like against each other for some stupid fucking reason. Cause they both want to be the strongest Avenger. <laughs> right. It's like the stupidest reason ever. Like the orgy ship, you know, Valkyrie's character coming into play. Um, mm-hmm. fucking, uh, um, Ah, my brain just went blank. Uh, fucking he- Helen, uh, who plays his sister? Uh, oh, uh, uh, Hella is her character yeah. name. But, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, 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 my brain went blank. I'm, to her real name. She does just a fucking amazing job with this. Also, um, the whole Doctor Strange bit in the middle of this movie for no fucking reason except for to figure out where his dad is. Uh, the fact that Anthony Hopkins just fucking plays that role perfectly before he like dies, um, everything the 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 character like where Thor like realizes he's going to be left in charge and he just doesn't want the responsibilities and he wants to go party and be free, but at the end of the movie has to accept that he is the leader. You know the sacrifices he makes. He gives up his planet to like basically save his people. Even though, like, two seconds later, it doesn't matter because Thanos. But <laughs> Kate Blanchett, by the way. Kate Blanchett, yes. Yeah. Um, and the fucking Scourge character, like, how could you not love these fucking do the shake weights and shit, trying to show off that he's. Yeah. And then, like, he's uh, the whole like, are you the god of hammers? Like, it's just everything about this movie is so fucking cool. You get the Rainbow Road from Mario Kart. You get like, there's just mm-hmm. so many cool like fucking moments in this movie. You get Loki and him where like. He trusts him. He doesn't trust him. Like the whole let's play, yeah. uh, you know, help me. I just, it's so fucking good. It's so fucking good. The, my favorite, one of my favorite lines ever. Um, oh, another day, another Doug. <laughs> like, yeah. you know, the, you get introduced to fucking uh, Korg, which like, and Meek. Like, I mean, like all this stuff comes from this one fucking movie. It's, it's just fucking phenomenal. Um, so yeah, I I I I'm gonna stick with my four point nine because I, I don't do fives except for one movie on here. But yeah, I mean this is like a four point nine nine. Now yeah, dude, it also has a very Star Wars aesthetic, which I love. Yeah, I yes. can see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, uh, you're confused by the next one. Just why is it after Endgame? 
then it's maybe we had him swippy swapped. I don't know. I, I think, think we recorded might've... in game first because he was available to record with us. Oh, that day. that's why we did. But yes. when they released, they released in different order. They were, Infinity yes. War came out first. We did, we yes. Not only did Infinity was. War come out first, but then also our master's class of Captain Marvel came out first too. <laughs> right. That's very true. That's very true. We just had it in the uh Yes, so the, that's why it's backwards. Can. So anyway, what we're talking about is Avengers Infinity War, so part one of the Infinity Saga. Um, this was another flawless movie for me, uh, as flawless as it can possibly get. Um, it was a great start to the whole saga. So, um, and again, I don't, I don't have much to say because I can't go anywhere with the score. I'm not giving it a five, and I'm definitely not going down. You know, I gave it a four point nine, and it's staying right at a four point nine. Yeah. Yeah. I'm with you too. I give it a 4.9. I mean, this was like the fucking Empire Strikes Back of these Marvel movies where yes. the bad guy won and you left the movie feeling all weird because you just watched fucking Peter Parker turn into Ash. Exactly. Hey, Mr. Stark, Mr. Stark, where are you going, Mr. Stark? Mr. Stark? Oh, I don't, don't want yeah, to go. You had I don't want to go. I don't want to go. I don't want to go, Mr. Fuck, dude. Out. That was fucking brutal. Love it. It's an amazing movie. Four point nine stays a four point nine. Yeah. Right. Um. What can I say? Like, so Ragnarok was Thor discovering who Thor really was. This is Thor fucking like all out fucking balls to the wall cocky who he is, and then like you know, in game is like him like fucking like regretting like his choices because he should have mm-hmm. went for the head. But yep. I mean, it's just a great movie. Like everything about this movie is fun. Like and the fact that the end is you like when that happened and like. The memes that came out like after that, uh, yeah. so great. Like it was, it, it created so much just from this. I mean, that scene, that fight scene in Wakanda. Who, damn. I know, I know. No, so yeah. good, so good. Um, the once again Thor, like the scene with the Guardians when he first meets them. <laughs> like, the, yes. just the comedy in that alone is is just amazing. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm staying my four point nine. All right, cool, cool. All right, we got a couple more left. We've got another uh, Mark Langston guest uh, episode. Uh, we did next. We did the movie Gattaca with Ethan Hawke and Uma Thurman. I brought this one to the table. It's always been one of my favorite movies. Uh, for me, it's a rewatchable movie. I mean, not for a lot of people, but I just it's one of those I can watch whenever it's on, sort of things. Um, I think my score was also. I gave it a 4.2 and I think that was also a byproduct of having to had watch it three times in a week. And it sort of wore on me a little bit because if I'm looking at it now from my rose colored glasses of wanting to see it whenever it's on, I got to go higher in that. So I'm going to bump that up to a 4.3. Nice. Yeah. Gattaca fucked it. This was a fantastic movie. It's, it's very much an allegory movie in a, twilight zone kind of a way yeah um and it's funny i didn't put this together at the time but this movie makes me think a lot about ai and art because Uh you know it's a movie kind of about like designer genetics and stuff but really you could plug it into any of these social situations where something's very human and very flawed and very beautiful in that way and it gets replaced by you know what's perceived to be perfection and and uh it just it's a it's a thinker makes you think um i give it a 4.0 give it a 4.1 okay cool 
Yeah, nice. I really do like this movie. Um, I I feel like there was a reason I kept it where I did, which I still gave it a fairly high score. I mean, I gave it a 4.1 to start with. Um, but yeah, I, I think it sticks in that range for me. I don't think it went, goes up or down. Um, I think it's a, a really solid movie. Cool. All right, no, that makes sense. 4.1 is a great score. So, excellent. Excellent. All right. Well, we got our last movie for this episode. It was our Halloween episode. Actually, we got two 20- more. What am I missing? The number 50? We started on 41, so we ended up Oh, we started on 41. My mistake. You're 100% right. You're 100% right. I'm doing the math wrong. Uh, so anyway, yes, you're right. So we are, but the movie we're talking about now is um, our 2022 Halloween movie that Eric brought to us uh, called Behind the Mask, The Rise of Leslie Vernon. And this one for me was a complete out of nowhere yep. great time. Oh, fuck um, yeah. I had barely heard of it, and I I have to say that, you know, maybe I had heard the title in passing, but I didn't really remember it. So I had no idea, no expectations going in, and I was so surprised by how rock solid it was. Um, It was just such an original take on a horror movie, and um, I love the performances. I love everything, and again, I don't know. I, I'm not the hugest fan of Halloween, but I must have been cranky when we did it because the, I mean, well, I mean, my 4.0 sort of falls in line with Joe's 4.2, but I think I might have been a little bit 4.1, Joe gave it, sorry, but I think I might have been a little bit harsh on it. I'm going to bump mine up to a 4.1. Um, as far as if you're a fan of the genre, the horror genre in general, you have to see this movie. It's like required viewing because of how original it is um, and how it's fi- It's kind of funny for me. It's like how it takes itself seriously, but doesn't take itself seriously at the same time, if that's possible. I don't know if yeah. that makes sense, yeah, but it does. It, 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 it's like, it, it is a legitimate straight up horror movie, but it sort of self deprecating at the same time mm-hmm. and it's done masterfully. So yeah, four, that gets bumped up to a 4.1 for me. I, I really dug this and I appreciate that Eric brought it. Yes. That's, that was my favorite thing. You know, the, the fact that you guys hadn't really had experience with it, but that you liked it. I love that because, uh, I recommend this movie to anybody, like you said, who loves horror. It's, it's a pure love letter to the genre. And there's, there's a lot of Easter eggs. I mean, Robert England is in this movie. There's there's a lot of um, cameos from very famous horror actors in this movie. Um, you know, it's it's one of those rare things that can make fun of something, but from a place of pure love. You watch something like Scary Movie, and it's just pure schlock, like yeah. slapstick. This is not that. This is like you can feel the reverence for it, um, even when it's poking holes in it. And it's it's kind of unique that way. So I gave it a full point one. Um I gave it some love. We're approaching the spooky season here. It's I give it a four point two. All right. Um yeah, Joe. Yeah, this movie caught me off guard because I don't normally like horror movies. Um and I think that's what challenged you to give us this movie was like, I got one you're gonna like. And I was like, Okay, mm-hmm. well, hit me with it, hit me with your best shot. And you did. And um I liked everything about this movie, including Van Milder. <laughs> this is what I call the main character of this movie. Because he just reminds me of Van Wilder as a serial killer. 
Yeah. Um, uh, I just, I've recommended this movie to a lot of people, like a lot, like probably like 10 or 15 people since we watched it. Um, and I've know a couple of them watched it and loved it too. And I just thought it was so fucking great. So, uh, I'm actually going to bump this up too. I'm going to go to 4.3. Hey, nice. That. I love that, man. All right. So now we are on to our last movie of this episode. And it is what what year do we know approximately what year? 1990. 1990. So 1990s Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie. Um I had never seen this. Because it sort of fell between my kids. My first kid was born in 91. So I had no, you know, I, I was so sorry as a full grown adult getting ready for fatherhood when this came out. So it was sort of like, there's no reason to see it for me. Um, and I was so pleasantly surprised by this movie. Um, it it holds up, right? I mean, we're talking a 30 year, 30 year old movie, right? Plus 30 plus year old movie when we did this episode. And the story holds up. Um, the characters were cool. You know, obviously, I'm not a turtle fan, but I know who the turtles are, and I know the the main characters and all that stuff. And it was just really, really good, and I really enjoyed it. And I think my rating sort of reflects me trying to still be the contrarian guy who thought the turtles was above him. <laughs> <laughs> if that makes sense. So um, I'm bumping this up to a 4.2 because I, looking back now, I remember how much I enjoyed this movie and how happy I was to have it, you know, laid out in front of me so I could finally get on, on the train. So 4.2. Oh, yeah, man. Yep. This, uh, this movie ran the risk of being one of those things that you loved in childhood for me. And then you revisit it and you're like, ah, man, like this doesn't, just doesn't hold water the same way it used to but luckily it does man this is one of the rare movies from you know my childhood that it, it's like a fine wine man that's because turtles just, are watertight they are watertight yeah can't crack the shell buddy nope. fucking this movie excels at doing what good kids movies do which is not trying to pander like it's you know it's it felt very adult then it felt very dark it felt very new york um this movie yeah it's just it's it's a good benchmark for how to make movies for kids uh, i gave it a 4.4 i'm gonna give it 4.5 cool all right um yeah i always enjoyed this movie my whole life it was one of those like for me too i was eight years old when it came out perfect age range and uh, I don't know. I just really always enjoy it. Uh, I think I'm going to go to 4.3. Nice. Go Ninja, cool. go Ninja, go. Fuck ninja, yeah. Go Ninja. Go. Yep. Well, that's a sequel, but it's Excellent. fine. So, uh, so yeah, that's our uh, our 10 movies from this uh, this episode, re-ratings episode. Um, we definitely had, I'm, I'm just looking here that... Let's just see really quickly. We got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven out of the ten got higher ratings this time around. Uh, two of them stayed the same, and only one went down, and that was the Matrix. So this was a positive episode for us as far as uh, 
as far as that goes. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. We took the blue pill. Which one's the? I don't remember. I the red pill is the fun pill, and the blue pill is the boring pill. Not anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe back <No>. in nineteen ninety. <laughs> that's very true. That yeah, that's very true. That didn't exist now. Now the blue pill is the best pill. Yeah, it is. <laughs> take it from take it from take it from your your grandpa Doug. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. So that's uh, that's pretty cool. This yeah. was a positive episode. For yeah. Us. For the most part, we went up on just about everything. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, that's it. That's all I got, right? Yeah, guys. So uh, we got to do a little bit of a thank you here. Mo, Mo, Mo. Yes, indeed. Thank you to Mo DeWitt. Just call Mo.com. If you're injured on the go, just call Mo. If you have legal questions, just call Mo. Uh, if you sprain your brain trying to re-rate the episodes that you've already done, that's technically an injury, I guess. Just call Mo. Sure. Uh, check out justcallmo.com the merchandise section there's free stuff and cheap stuff for you there lots of cool high quality gear and also check out the Moni van uh, if you yeah. see it rolling around Orlando it's got a bunch of magnets on it peel one off and take one for yourself man the Moni van is on the move that is justcallmo.com Eddie Moni <laughs> <laughs> he's All got right, two tickets yeah. to paradise <laughs> yes, he does. Yes, he does. Um, and if you get screwed out of two tickets to Paradise, you can go talk to Mo because he might be able to get them back for you. Yeah. There you go. All right. We've got some uh, some other folks to thank. These are our fine Patreon members. They uh, they support us every month financially. And what more could we ask for? They're fans of the show. And they give us money for it. So we love them. And we're going to read their names here. We're going to start off with founding member, Miss Hannah Christ. Then we've got Mr. Peter Bianco. Hope everything's good, dude. Uh, from the Tone Jerks podcast, the Second Bump podcast, and the Off the Rails podcast, Mr. Brian Gower. Next, from our uh, sister podcast, and Just Surprise Me podcast, Will Leihu. Uh, from the Single Path podcast, Texas State Bago Chance podcast, and the Texas I Step 4 podcast, Tony DeGraw. Next, we've got a fine gentleman, Mr. Michael McVeigh. Go, Michael. After that is another Michael, Mr. Michael Van Zant. And last but definitely not least, Mr. U G Rection. Thank you, Miss Direction. Yeah, guys. So uh, this is another fun episode here. And uh, I got one last thing for us to listen to. Visit patreon.com slash M-O-T-C-U to support the show, you cheapskate. Yeah, you should always listen to what little kids say. Yes. Yeah, sometimes. And if you sometimes. can't do that, then you can chill out, dickwad. Chill out, dickwad. <laughs> Remember, you guys could support the show um, for as little as a dollar a month. And, you know, that that money helps us keep on chugging along, man. Just producing the best content. Yeah. As they say, not everyone can be an athlete, but you can always be an athletic supporter. <laughs> yeah. Hold us up. Yep. Hold yeah. us up. Hold the yep. boys up. Keep us from sticking to your proverbial thighs by giving us as little as a dollar a month. Yeah, like in Snatch. Like, so you two are the little balls and you're the big dick. (laughs) (laughs) Dicks have clarity of vision. (laughs) (laughs) And he thought he smelled a piece over here. (laughs) That's one of my favorite movie quotes ever. Yep. Uh, Desert Eagle .50. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, 
Yeah. On that note, there's really only one thing left for us to do here. Lights. Camera. Fuck off. Oh. Hey there. Uh, It's me, your buddy Eric, and I am here to remind you about the monthly art show at Hourglass Brewing in Longwood, Florida. Every month, there's a different theme, sometimes movie-related, sometimes not. We've had MCU, we've had Star Wars, we've had John Carpenter, and all of these amazing local artists will contribute to the show. The art will be hanging all month long, but the best part is that you have the ability to purchase any of that local art and bring it home. Uh, Again, check out Hourglass Brewing in Longwood, Florida, and tell them MOTCU sent you.